The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. Guests on the current Shark Week edition. Okay. <laughs> so we've got Shaquille O'Neal, Mike Tyson, yeah. and Adam Devine. Oh, wow. Okay, well... Oh, that's tough. It is. That is tough because, well, and there's a pretty easy kill here. Who? Mike Tyson. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Well, because, (laughs) like, why was I so upset? You're really upset about, like, easy kill. Uh, And it's mainly because, like, A, I would not fuck Mike Tyson. Not for a second. I feel like I wouldn't make it. No. Oh, no. (laughs) I feel like he blacks out during sex and weird shit happens. And then you have to be like, Mike, that wasn't my favorite like your friends show up and you're missing part of your ear and they're like have you been fucking mike tyson <laughs> yes i love that that's their first guess <laughs> that's oh, right off the so bat proud of me they're like i did not get assume i did not get mauled by a wolverine no <laughs> i in fact had really passionate romantic sex with uh tattoo faced mike tyson yes actually okay. in the ocean whoa <laughs> yeah right uh, i love an oceanic intercourse i like shark week thematic fucking is <laughs> really where, where where i tend to shine <laughs> i like to live in a dangerous place just right on the edge <laughs> every week can be shark week fucking if you believe in yourself i like to be <laughs> i like that i like that mentality that's a really positive it is approach it's to aspirational yes it's a mood board on pinterest <laughs> i like to have my little like floaties on my arms Mm -hmm. like bobbing up and down in the water and on mike tyson's dick (laughs) while manta ray from the pixies is playing in the background (laughs) to really keep it no uh murder sure mike tyson um yeah i'm down probably with a sniper rifle just so i'm not anywhere within arm's reach of him because there is no chance in a arm-to-arm combat situation i would do anything really i mean listen I'm a big fan of yours. You know that. Okay. But no, yeah, you'd be dead. Okay, it's fair. It's very fair. So <laughs> we all have to be realistic. So the murder of the fuck Mary kill has been murder has been. We're taking out the champ. Fair. Yeah. I mean, he's lived a good life. Imagine if Mike Tyson he just fought a shark. Imagine if Mike Tyson donkey punched you during sex. Oh my god, I would never recover. I feel like all sex with Mike Tyson ends up with necrophilia by the end. You Jesus, know, like that's Christ. we're starting off strong with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So, so I've got it's the, a visual, unfortunately, but I'm still in it. I guess I've got the Mary kill now, or no, the fucking the Mary now yeah, part you down. Do. Um. I Shaquille O'Neal is 18 feet tall. Yes. So the equipment that he's probably bringing to the party, even if he's very small for his size, uh-huh. like incredibly small for his size, mm-hmm. is still probably like two feet in diameter. Yeah. And there's there's a whole lot of situation happening. The situation is not that Jersey Shore guy. No. It's what Shaquille O'Neal calls his penis. <laughs> and it's, what we all should. His penis has abs. It's... <laughs> It's a problem. His penis dunks better than most of the people in the NBA. (laughs) See, that I would like to see. (laughs) That's on next year's Shark Week. I can't wait. (laughs) I will be tuning in. Shaquille O'Neal dunks on a great white with his dick. (laughs) 
my God. <laughs> Best ratings. I will have a few drinks lined up, my vibrator at the ready. <laughs> I'm ready for that Shark Week. It's going to be so confusing and probably just like start a whole fetish that I can't keep up. <laughs> Those moments are the times where you realize like, oh, this awaken something in exactly. me exactly i didn't want to awaken because what am i gonna do with this there's nothing <laughs> i can do with this besides watch that fucking shark week episode a million times it's like three years later it's like babe are you watching that shaquille o'neal dick dunk video <laughs> again see this lends itself to a very specific type of shark porn that i feel like has not been explored enough so maybe this will lead to like fucking shark tube <laughs> which <laughs> then i apparently will need in order to ever have an orgasm again <laughs> talk about toothy blowjobs i mean <laughs> <laughs> wow like yeah giving giving people a fin job that's uh, oh. all right no. move on with okay. your answers <laughs> there's so many visuals happening really hammered that head oh, all right oh yes okay <laughs> okay yes. yeah so that made up for it but the thing is is like i think that shaquille o'neal would be a decent spouse yeah i do too yeah well, a he he's done very well for himself right so you're going to be living relatively comfortably oh yeah he's got a good sense of humor mm -hmm. the downside is you probably have to watch uh kazam like once a month already do that so <laughs> see so you're you're prime i'm set you're ready to go but here's the other thing though you're See, we run into this sometimes when we play this game, um, which is that you are assuming that if you're married to this person, hopefully you are still having a sex life with them. It's part of it. So you're not getting away from that monster dick. It's still in your life just more frequently. Ah, that's true. Ah, see, and that's not something that's talked about nearly enough on Fuck, Marry, Kill. <laughs> it's monster dicks. It's the double fuckitude of this trifecta <laughs> here is that you're it's fuck once. Or fuck forever. Fuck forever. That dick and you are till death do you part. But it might be the first time you have sex. <laughs> till dick does part you, yeah. I think is what the actual like See, nuptials would be. I was looking for that and I couldn't get there, <laughs> yeah. so thank you so yeah, no much. no problem. Really for that service. Uh, I, th here's the thing, though. I think the one-time fuck mm -hmm. would ruin me for other fuckings, though. <laughs> because like I would get... I would get mm -hmm. dunked on, quote-unquote, yeah. <laughs> by Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. And then any other fucking that happened after that it would send me into like a ptsd rabbit hole oh, of no. like dickenings and I, I wouldn't be able to like properly either it was just that good that right. nothing really attains that level that's what i was thinking um or or that i just can't properly enjoy like smaller dick sex or, or oh. just sex in general god can you imagine because you know then you have to reveal to people unfortunately that you are indeed a size queen and they're like well that's fucked up and you're like well let me explain <laughs> and then you explain and they're like all right cool that's fair you have to join a support group of people that unfortunately Shaq did not think the funk on his nasty dunk <laughs> and a lot of exchanging stories oh my god there's the one guy that can't speak all that properly that also got donkey punched by mike tyson right and it's just like they run in the same circles it's the shark week circles you know true but he owes you for life after your murdering of mike tyson True. <laughs> now he can finally heal he can find his spirit can finally go to heaven exactly. <laughs> do you think that Shaq's entire life is a game of just the tip <laughs> because that's all people can handle I think Shaquille O'Neal is haunted by the ghosts of people that fucked Mike Tyson. Oh, no. <laughs> and they're trying to get Shaquille O'Neal to avenge 
them. Wow. <laughs> by either having sex with Mike Tyson. This is so layered. It's when just... I when I set this up, I had no idea. We haven't even talked about Adam. Poor thing. Look, what happens at, in Shark Week <laughs> stays in Shark Week. Truly. Unless it goes to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it goes away from this mortal coil. Yes. So yeah, the, I, I think I think Mary Shaquille O'Neal's going to stay because I think even if I get like, if I don't die yeah. from what happens, mm-hmm. then there's a possibility of me getting some degree used to it. Ah, uh, yes. And then, then we're okay. Then we're fine. Right, yeah. But I don't think I could walk away, well, <laughs> physically, walk all. physically walk at all after that. <laughs> But also, like, move on to something else after Shaquille O'Neal. I think that's like the 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 precipice of Dick. Yes, is it's the pinnacle. The pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. And let's be real. Okay, so I the love... K two of Dick. Exactly. Yeah. I love Adam Divine, and I feel like Adam Divine is the uh, true neutral of medium Dick energy. He has a medium sized. Sure. It's gonna get the job done. It's gonna feel good. It's not. You're not gonna look at it and be like, "Holy shit!" You're gonna look at it and be like, "Yeah." There it is. It's he, it's he doesn't have dick. like the outdoor hose winder no. <laughs> like in his pants mm-hmm. to like hold on. It's gonna take a minute and just unraveling it like yep. like uh like wires on the stage of the O2 stadium in <laughs> no. London. You know, like getting ready to play a big show. He like, does no. not have O2 stage dick, <laughs> no, as they all. call it in many circles. That common parlance <laughs> yeah, exactly. there. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna get uh. I, I'm going to get that workaholic to work on my butthole a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> and and here's the thing with Adam Devine, too. Yeah. It's probably really fun sex, too. True. Like it's Very it's, true. It's lighthearted. It's fun. Everybody's having a good time. It's not taken too seriously. Mm, yeah. But do you get worried that sometimes it's going to be like, all right, but for real, like, can we get down to business? Like, I want to come. Oh, there's definitely a time where he's playing the different types of O faces he's going to make during sex. Oh. And you're like, can you just. Go. Can please? we do that beforehand? Like that's fun earlier, but like not right now. It's like I don't need you like working on method right now for your <laughs> like sex comedy you're gonna be doing in six months. Like just just really get down to business. Yeah, exactly. So um so yeah, like one one is good enough for Adam Devine. I don't think repeat business there uh is gonna be See, I'd marry him for sure. You'd marry him? Yeah, because I feel like then I could have those kind of conversations. If you fuck, like you could easily be disappointed. But if we're married, then I can be like, listen up. Like we're in this for the long haul. You better fucking get it together <laughs> because I'm not playing these weird pantomime games during <laughs> sex for the rest of our lives. He probably does do mime stuff during he sex too. He definitely does mime stuff. Yeah. And like I'm, sir, do you want till death do you part to be like next week? Because I can only deal with this for so long. Right. <laughs> I'm, or else I'm going to pull out the vibrator and watch the shack dick video again and think about the time that I fucked him that one time. That shark didn't have a chance against exactly. against the shack dick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just keep bringing it up. <laughs> I think you had solid answers. I just think that you probably will be disappointed with that one night stand. And then it's not going to matter because shack is going to rock your world. Yes. But here we are. I think we've made some good choices, and I think that this has already just been deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I'm your host, Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we're here. And and we're in our new studio. Yes, so that is exciting. Coming together pretty well. We've got it is an absurd amount of soundproofing foam that a lot of not not all of it's up yet. 
But that's true. So if you have something to say about it, then fuck off. Yeah. We're not done yet. Jerk. <laughs> you big jerk. I'm gonna send Shaq to make deep, passionate love to you. Oh, See what no. you say then. What a threat. Yeah. <laughs> so sad <laughs> really upset for about me. That. Yeah. <laughs> Our side queen listeners are like, yes, yes. I'm about to send some hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I respect you. Do your thing. <laughs> so what we're doing here is answering your most very, very upsetting hypothetical questions. And this week is special because it's a theme week unofficially. Unofficially. Definitely want to point out when we unofficially. Have no actual official connection. To Shark Week. Shark Week. Shark Week. I would make the Jaws theme, but then we'd have to pay royalties. So let's oh, not yeah, do we that. Can't do that. It's da-na-da-na-da-na. That's how it goes. That sounds perfect to yeah. me. I love that. It's yeah. the upsetting version. Yes. So it's right on brand. Just dystopian. Flat. Yeah. <laughs> flat notes. It's as dystopian as this podcast is. <laughs> it sounds more like the law and order gavel noise than exactly. actually Jaws. <laughs> it really just takes me there. SVU. So luckily, we had some people that were psyched about our unofficial theme. Again, unofficial. If Discovery Channel knew what we were doing, we would get a cease and desist. <laughs> we so would, nobody fucking narc, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is between us. This is a secret. <laughs> uh, but we had some great questions um, coming from some of our listeners that you will be lucky enough, I suppose, to hear us answer later. So if you want to be part of the fun and send us your questions, sometimes they'll be themed. Most of the time, they're just whatever your fucked up little brains come up with. We love it. And there's a bunch of different ways that you can send them in. You can follow our page on Facebook or Twitter, any social media. It's deeply upsetting. And we will post every time that we're recording so that you can ask your questions. You can send us an email, geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. Just put in the subject line, deeply upsetting, and then hit us with your best shot. Or that's what Shaq does. Yeah, yeah. every time. Every time. <laughs> every fucking time. He can't hit those three pointers, but he can dunk on you pretty good. <laughs> It's going to feel like a three-pointer every time. There's like basketball fans who are like, finally an episode for me. <laughs> oh, it's over. Sorry, baby. <laughs> it's about to become shark episode. Shark episode. <laughs> so hopefully your fandoms collide in that way. And then you're our perfect listener. One listener that's like, I like basketball and sharks. And they're just like, they're crying right now. <laughs> They'll never listen to another episode. And that's fair. <laughs> this will be their shark dunk uh, on a shark with their dick video. Is just them <laughs> listening to Deeply Upsetting over and over again. Oh my God, I hope they're jerking off to it. Yes. I love that for us. <laughs> if you are jerking off to this episode, hit us up at Geeks Under the Influence and Let us <laughs> at <know>. gmail.com <laughs> and put jerking off to Deeply Upsetting in the oh subject line. Oh my God, please. <laughs> what a dream. Or you can expedite this shit and send us a sexy text. Sexy text. Hey. Or a sexy voicemail if you have a sexy voice. If not, don't do it. It is 804-505-4484, which is 804-505-4GUI. You hear that, Gilbert Gottfried? You are not allowed to send a sexy voicemail. I'm sorry. Are you saying he doesn't have a sexy Boy. I don't want to hear what Yako the parrot sounds like <laughs> when he's coming. I just don't. <laughs> Ooh, is it bad that I do? <laughs> Am I in the right place or should I just be in the therapist's it's, office it's 24-7? Cringe porn, I guess. Is, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I listen to it and then I watch the Shaq video on mute. <laughs> and no. I just layer the two of them. That's too much sensory overload for me. I can't handle that. You're no fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> you should, I should bring a new co-host <laughs> you on. Need a you're going to be replaced. If, so, if you think that you can do better than Mike the Hobbit, then let me know if you're down for the Gilbert Gottfried Shaq mashup of my 
fantasies. You're going to get an email from Shaquille O'Neal. <gasps> I hope so. <laughs> I'm available. Avid listener, Shaquille O'Neal. Wreck my body. <laughs> All right, we should just get yeah, into the questions. It's already off the fucking rails. You are going to ask the first question yes. because you came up with this question. Yes, this is a, a personal question that I have thought about unreasonably. So, Personal question sounds so different than what I'm sure <laughs> okay. it actually is if it's shark related. A, a question I came up with, I guess is a better way to put it, that I have thought about for a while mm-hmm. ever since I saw Austin Powers. Inter- okay. International Man of Mystery. Right. And there is a scene where there's uh, sharks with friggin' laser beams. Hell yeah. Attached to their heads. And it made me think that, A, those sharks would be dead almost immediately. Yeah. If the sharks were trained to set off the lasers at certain points, then mm-hmm. that's a different story. But if they're just on the whole time, it's sushi party. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of really dead sharks. Yeah, that's true. So my thought process here and my question to you Mm-hmm. Is if you were to give weaponry, okay, either man-made or naturally occurring in other creatures, okay, either one, what would you give a shark to make it even more deadly as a creature? Okay, okay. Well, first of all, loving the visual of sharks with laser beams, just because I feel as though it's truly sad and a crime that so many sharks have never had fried food, which just takes everything to the next fucking level. So if they could fry their shit up and be eating like fish fingers all the time, we'd have some like fat, <laughs> slovenly sharks roaming around using their laser eyes. Also, if they're in a villain tank. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge tank for the number of sharks. Like it's not going by the suggest- suggested gallon size ver- via <laughs> shark uh, ratio, the pet store suggests so that water's gonna heat up really quick and i feel True. like like sushi like hot tub it's gonna be like a hot tub it's gonna end up smelling like like seafood hot dog water that's true. I guess I wasn't really thinking villain tank. I was thinking more like the ocean. Okay. Like the and whole ass ocean. That's really where the question is going that if if we decided to get every shark mm-hmm. and give them a weapon mm-hmm. because fuck it. Right. You yeah. know our, Why our not? Our defense budget goes for planes that never actually see any any actual action. So True. why not just give weapons to sharks? It's 2020, baby. And there are no rules. There's giant octopuses out there and somebody needs to fight them. So let's exactly. give them the tools necessary to fight the terrorist octopuses. Right. Exactly. So yeah. obviously the lasers would be cool for the fried aspect. Calamari. Yeah. Oh, they've never even, they don't even know. They don't. They're eating that shit raw. Like that's the best preparation, please. No. <laughs> it's really sad when you think about it. Get like the chewy and the crispy at the same oh, time. Yeah. yeah. That's that shit. So that would be great. Or I would love for like my lazy sharks out there. Um, Cause you know that there are some that are like this hunting business is too much. I just want to like lay around and do nothing. So I would love like a grenade situation where they could just toss that into wherever and just like hope for the best. And then it goes off and they have food later, but they don't have to like hunt it themselves. They can just toss that hope for death. And then go pick it up later. It's like, <laughs> right. it's like carry out. They just place an order. And then go get it. Nice. That's what I'm thinking. So you're thinking just like make the hunting, like you're you're finding ways for sharks to be not just hunters, but also trappers. Yes, exactly. But I'm just more so trying to like cater to the sharks that are just above this stereotype of being like bloodthirsty hunters, because some sharks are just not about that life. They just want to lay around 
and do nothing and hope that the food comes to them and then it doesn't. So this way they can just like toss it in, say a quick prayer, (laughs) go pick up their snacks. To their shark god. Exactly. Exactly. And then if there was carryover, then to really like finish the circle, they could go over, use their laser eyes, fry that bitch up. And then just have a great meal. That sounds like an absolute With no effort. <laughs> so I, I do like that you're not thinking in regards to effectiveness as a hunter and killer so much as like minimizing the effort necessary for a shark to get food that they could get normally otherwise. I just think that there's not enough representation for sharks that don't want to put forth that effort. I, I get it that you're saying that every every shark has to become that like killer shark out of necessity and this could become like a really great like mlm kind of situation where it's like hey do you want to sit at home and still get food (laughs) because get a grenade (laughs) and then you'll be good to go you're going to give sharks opportunity to explore other avenues of interest besides just hunting and killing exactly you're going to get musician sharks that's what i'm saying you get artist sharks yes you're going to get uh, a late night talk show host sharks right? that are really able to focus on other things. And then there'll be less of this like harmful stereotype that we can't be around sharks because they're hunters and killers. There is a downside to this. Okay. What is it? Shark dubstep. Oh, that is a massive, massive downside. It's a big downside. What if we make a law about that? <laughs> like, okay, listen, you can have, you can have this. You can explore other avenues. No dubstep. I just would love to write shark law. <laughs> I think that that's my path that I didn't know existed. It's like the aquatic version of Animal Farm. It's like yeah. like no dubstep. Some sharks are better better than others. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And if sharks want to like go out and be hunters, that's fine. They can do their own thing. It'll be like a shark hunger games or whatever, where they're the ones that are trained to be killers. But then you're actually creating a class system within the sharks where there's like the the bro sharks. Mm-hmm. And then because these are not even avenues that are discussed in the historical documentation in the baby shark song. That's true. It's there's not. Baby shark, mama shark, daddy shark, grandma shark, I think. I really don't know the lore um, as well <laughs> as you might find baby shark, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Yes, the lore of baby shark. <laughs> that's yes. not proper terminology. <laughs> no, no, that's absolutely correct. Yes. I think that this is going to create an opportunity to, especially with artists and musician sharks, mm-hmm. instead of humans writing shark uh, songs, mm-hmm. you can allow the sharks to write their own songs. Exactly. We haven't heard from them no. at all because they've been so busy trying to like maintain the status quo feed themselves and their families and all that shit and this way they can just be lazy and we don't even have to make it a class system thing it can just be like a your choice kind of deal they can be free socialism within the sharks (laughs) shark socialism socialism. (laughs) bernie didn't make it up here unfortunately so he's gonna go and write the shark law with me (laughs) so you mean to tell me shark could go out all day breaking his back to get some fucking sushi for his family Uh and then have that sushi he's got to go to like special needs sharks and sharks <laughs> that don't kid just can't hunt as well break, no he doesn't break my back. give his sushi he just if he wants to go get it himself that's fine but the other sharks can just go throw their grenades and eat their little charred sushi it's not the same but it's no effort and i like that it's kind of like when you put your pizza rolls in the microwave 
because you're just too hungry and you know that they're not nearly as good as putting them in the oven but waiting for like the oven to preheat and stuff is just beyond you because laziness depression we've all been there it's just it makes sense also representation for depressed sharks our listeners might that's true and mm-hmm. i think listeners might be thinking about giving grenades to sharks as being a uh, sharks being a really bad idea mm-hmm but a worse idea is microwaving fucking pizza rolls. It is. That's the PSA that we need. <laughs> there is maybe no worse idea. It's terrible. Like that's the, that is the enough people mm-hmm. on the same day microwave pizza rolls mm-hmm. that will bring about the apocalypse. I agree. I fully agree. Yeah. Totino didn't die for us to <laughs> microwave pizza rolls. Which weirdly is who the sharks worship is Totino. Totino yeah. Same. See, this is what I'm saying. The sharks and I are one and the same. We're shark lazy, god. we're depressed. Shark we love god Totino. Totino. Yeah. Little little in fact, Totino was in fact a shark. The, exactly. the creator of the pizza roll yeah. was an Italian shark. I knew it. And yeah. we all want to fuck Shaq. So see? <laughs> one in the same you could see the lust in their eyes when Shaq was there their eyes normally dead came alive when they thought about that giant like, dick oh he doesn't fake funk is that that's, your shark that's voice? my shark voice oh my i feel like you've done that voice for other things <laughs> it's it's a versatile voice oh, i will okay. say mm-hmm. yeah okay i see it's like a cookie monster shark <laughs> adjacent kind of voice cookie monster also a shark rare <gasps> breed of shark no minimal fin has fur yeah wow yeah that blows my mind yeah Jeez, i had no idea yeah there, there's a lot of stuff you don't know because you don't watch nearly as much shark week as me i don't but you're showing me the way the truth and the light you missed so, the you. Cookie Monster Shark episode of in Shark Week. See, and if I had known, he would have been in my Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> so, <laughs> huge, huge loss here. Me like cookie and eating people in ocean. Oh, no. <laughs> Direct quote from the episode. <laughs> Was that meant to be a double entendre with cookie? Because if so, love that. Um, when Cookie Monster <laughs> says cookie, also he means Limp biscuit, like No! A, like, yeah, a circle jerk. That's, wow. Jeez. Cookie Monster's into some weird shit. Cookie is just a normal euphemism for pussy. You didn't have to make it into a Limp biscuit thing. <laughs> That's so much worse. Me did it all for Nookie. <laughs> is it too early? I gotta go. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> God. See, this is the problem is that we do these episodes and before I could just be like, okay, see ya. But like, I live here now. <laughs> so I'm trapped here with you. You are trapped here. <laughs> Such a nightmare. All right, so my... A choice for weaponry. Yes, please. I mean, you're not going to top grenade, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I can't. And so mine Do will be worst. very short and sweet is okay. that I think much like the T-Rex, sharks have not been able to conquer nearly as much uh, without the use of like arms. Mm-hmm. So for my weaponry, it won't be the weaponry of, you know, guns and lasers and mm-hmm. what have you, stuff that can actually run out. Right. So much as using the natural motion of their forward movement in the ocean to power robotic arms oh hell yeah so now you have like inspector gadget like sharks? inspector gadget like go go gadget uh, robot arms and they say it in that cookie monster voice go go gadget robot arms <laughs> thank you that's what <laughs> i wanted <laughs> now i have the remote control is that the main Jesus. thing <laughs> wow that is amazing actually that's really great could you imagine the first shark week after robot shark arms is a thing where they're in the shark cage no and then Great White comes up and it's like, me can't get in except, and then robot arms come out and start bending the bars apart. Wow. Slowly, while dead-eyed stare, yeah. shark eyes looking 
directly in the eyes of the scuba diver inside the cage, like, you're going to die as he just ripping the bars apart. Wow, that's really great television. Yeah. I want that too. Dynamic. It is. <laughs> Shark Dynamic. Week. Now on the Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's not just Sharknado anymore. So what is the like wingspan? How far can the arms go? Well, they would get arms that were in proper uh, size for the shark. So mm-hmm. if you go with, let's say, a tiger shark, mm-hmm. get anywhere between like 10 and 14 feet, uh, relatively on average, okay, somewhere okay. along that, then you're going to have a certain length of arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the exact arm to body ratio that humans have, but mm-hmm. yeah. I would say probably uh, somewhat equal measure. So if you're a 14 foot shark, you're going to have like uh, maybe a total wingspan of like 10 to 12 feet. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Pretty good. I See, think. but this goes actually hand in hand with mine. I feel like the two of them really are, you know, simpatico in this way because what you can do is normal shark fin, just have your arms right at your sides, toss that grenade. Then you don't even have to go swim to get your food. You just go, go gadget arms to pick it up. Yours is even lazier than mine. Mine's well, not lazier. It's just, I'd, I'd say there's more versatility. Efficiency? Yes. That's efficiency is just a better word for lazier. And also, what if the sharks, unfortunately, that I was told years ago, you don't eat your food all at once. Mm, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, with a shark, if you don't eat your food all at once, then it just floats to the bottom of the seafloor. And then, right. then it gets covered in sand. It's not nearly as good eats. It's really not. So if you have arms, you can like take a bite, mm-hmm. chew like 25 times, you know, yeah. really like break it down a bit so it digests better. True. And then you can go in for another bite because you're holding it. Okay. I feel like it's going to help with that digestion. I see. It's going to help them um, maybe not have to kill as many animals because they're able to actually eat more of each individual animal. So not only is the ocean going to replenish mm-hmm. from the sharks being able to make better use of their killings. Yes. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. So obviously we're not sponsored by the Discovery Channel, which is their loss. Really, really. Is. It really is. What we also understand because this is tragic every time. But if they wanted to hook up, we've clearly got some really good ideas for better programming. So we're here to make you money and us money. We need money. Important for the uh, longevity of Shark Week. Exactly. They, it's getting boring. It. I mean. It's getting like repetitive. They're like, swimming. They're hunting. Oh, look. There's sharks that jump through the. Oh, there's air jaws. Uh, oh, teeth. Oh, cool. sharks. And they do sharks. Fucking stuff. lasers. That's yeah. what we need. Robot arms, lasers, Robot grenades. Grenades. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I think so we, I think we've talked it over. We have done this some real service to the Discovery Channel. I we believe. really have. And again, not affiliated, but another shark question. Our next one comes from Tondi, friend of all of the podcasts on the network, and also uh, the host of the podcast. My handle is Jonathan Blade. You can hear him on the Predator episode of Smack yeah. My Pitch Up here on the the GUI network. Uh huh. Such a great episode. A fantastic episode. So Tondi asks us. Dolphins are quite randy and will happily have sex with humans. Dolphins are also dicks who enjoy fucking with sharks. So, in a pinch, will a dolphin fuck a shark? Great question. I saw this question. Mm-hmm. And what I started really thinking about, and it's something that we kind of covered with the uh, the shark with arms and grenades and stuff, as far as the caste system of not just sharks, but like all species right. of, of, the, of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... The dolphin is like the cool guy that everybody gets, everybody gets along with, but yeah. isn't like the douchey cool guy. It's the one that hangs out with the punks and hangs out with the like the the band geeks and hangs out with like the chess club. 
True, but don't you kind of feel like they secretly think that they're better than everyone else? Because I do. Well, I think that's part of it is they hang out with everybody because they so desperately want to be liked by everybody. Mm-hmm. But secretly, they are big old horn dogs that yeah. are trying to like fuck everything that moves. So that's they, true. they get the like the cute but not sure of herself like trumpet player in the band get like a cheerleader get oh, like she's a secret freak you know that yeah she's definitely a secret freak mm-hmm. i've seen american pie i know how this goes oh wow yeah yes. yeah mm-hmm. uh and then you've got you know the everywhere in between and cool guy dolphin is like just fully feeling it like yes. just getting running through all the numbers and then you got shark who's like the douche bro like super aggro oh, totally. aggressive like athlete yes type person of the ocean mm-hmm. or, or species of the ocean mm-hmm and so Dolphin is like, hey, like, I do want to get me some of this because, you know, that's got to be some nasty, dirty, like, WAP kind of situation yes. happening with some, with some shark love a that's little bit. That's true. And then Dolphin's like, I definitely want some of this. Like, band geek, like, Sturgeon was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to get on that, like, rough sex, like, <laughs> fucking nasty, like, toothy. Hate sex. Hate sex. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. With the shark. The problem is like getting that situation to happen. And I feel like it would be like a 1980s action movie where there's like the forced kiss that's like oh, not okay at not first. A, yep. But then the other person just kind of is like, this is actually pretty rad. Oh, yep. But 100%. Th- then you've really got to start talking about like consent with aquatic cre- creatures. Like, true. where is the line? Very true. And I feel like that's really the, the tightrope walk of dolphin shark interconnectivity but see the thing is that even though the sharks see i think that when it comes down to it sharks and dolphins relationships would be actually like a pretty perfect once the guidelines got nailed down a pretty perfect like dom sub relationship because you know the subs actually have all the power yeah if it's done correctly right true so the dolphin even though they seem like really sweet happy-go-lucky again medium dick energy i would say yeah um they really are like the horn dog ones who are running the show they're power bottoms okay and i know that and so once everything got nailed out like first the shark would try and come in with that like toxic 50 shades of gray energy and then the or the dolphin would be like this is actually not a proper bdsm relationship let me actually like school you in the ways that things are supposed to be and then all of a sudden like it just clicks and then it's this really great thing where all the dolphin's friends are like are you okay and the dolphin's like please is he i run the show so i'm just picturing like flipper turning back to jaws and me was like that all you got you little bitch you know like this flipper (laughs) flipper (laughs) some things are sacred a shit talking dolphin just be like (laughs) jaws really yeah biggest monster in the ocean (laughs) you ain't doing shit to me it's like is it in oh it is oh it is i'm sorry i'm sorry is it hard part of the reason why i dance outside of the water is to get away from this whole mess that you've got going on just just i know humans have bigger dicks than you do yeah they call you jaws and not dicks because there's one thing that's big and there's one thing that isn't and then the shark is like okay shut the fuck up and the dolphin's like yes this is what i wanted gets mike tyson a donkey punch flipper oh yes oh add a third interesting (laughs) that's what mike tyson was really doing on the shark week episode not fighting a shark but enabling the fucking of a dolphin. <laughs> he's really an inter- intermediary Aww. between shark and he's dolphin like a love. a sex therapist. Yes. Mike Tyson, <laughs> ocean sex therapist. Interspecies oceanic <laughs> sex therapist. I think we need a t-shirt. <laughs> That's a hell of a t-shirt. <laughs> Mike Tyson's IMDb is like hangover two, or no, hangover one. Hangover one. Uh, voice of a pigeon on Adult Swim. 
In what? Uh, the Mike Tyson mysteries. Oh wow! It was a whole one. thing. Missed that one. And then also sex therapist for sharks and dolphins. I love that trajectory. Yeah, it's incredible. It shows a lot of growth. Well, it shows that Mike Tyson always wanted to be an ocean oceanic sex therapist, mm-hmm. and it was only through boxing that he was able to get to his dream. You should never give up on your dreams. Sometimes they take you in weird directions. See, this podcast is actually like a motivational one. Maybe we should add that to like the motivational category. I think we need to change our categories here. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not comedy. It's inspiration. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can read all about this in the new autobiography by Mike Tyson is up punting through (laughs) the ocean. Um, It's available at your Barnes and Noble uh, and anywhere else where good fine books are sold. (laughs) Make sure to get Audible through our link at GUIPodcast.com to get the audio version, not by Mike Tyson. I wish. <laughs> because that would be impossible to understand. No, it's by, um, who are you just talking Gilbert Gottfried. And that's when I donkey punched a dolphin for the first time. See, that is the ultimate sexual relationship is you get someone who's good at impersonations and then they can let you live your Gilbert Gottfried fantasy. Gilbert Gottfried God fantasies? That, yeah. Is like that amazing. time that he read Fifty Shades passages, that was titillating. <laughs> did you hear that? I did not. Oh, well, after this. We've got a lot of listeners turning off this episode to YouTube that real quick. <laughs> that's fair. Don't even come back. Yeah, don't, it's fine. <laughs> so much better than this. <laughs> but that's what we're doing after this. <laughs> uh, definitely. There's no doubt in my mind. It's going to get wild. So yeah, I think uh, there is definitely a possibility of a shark on dolphin loving, mm-hmm. but it helps to have some sort of like middle actor in there, like middle middle ground person, a mediator sure. of some mm-hmm. type, a mediator to really help with the uh, with the difference in language mm-hmm. between uh, in behavior between the dolphin and the shark. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's the right way to go about it. Absolutely, and then it turns into the most beautiful BDSM relationship <laughs> in all the sea. Shit talking power bottom <laughs> and uh, and sensitive but firm mm-hmm. top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once it's on Shark Week, then there can be some really, really good fan fiction. <laughs> and that will be incredible. BDSM, the S stands for a C. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Please ask me the next question okay. or else I will talk way more and come up with way even worse uh, acronyms than you just did, uh, which Tondi is unbelievable. Is so upset right now that he asked a question on the show. <laughs> I mean, you got to think ahead, buddy. Um, this is what happens. A... A, we're a fan of uh, is a person that just uh, is asking the next question here. We're um, big fans. Actually. Big fans of uh, of this young lady. Uh, not, Ew, that's weird. She's our age. Um, How old are you? I am a sixty. Well, she's year not old man. our age because you're older than me. As okay, said well, by you calling her young lady. <laughs> Katie from Nerdcropolis, uh, Nerdcropolis blog and podcast and podcast. Uh, a it's friend a of the banger. show. A, a pretty regular contributor to shows on the GUI network as well, and we adore this this wonderful woman who is this delivering young whippersnapper. this whippersnapper. <laughs> I call her sport when I see her. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop that. I really do. She gets really upset about it too. She's like, I never played sports. Like, <laughs> sat at home and watch horror movies, and I'm like, yeah, sport. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> sorry, uh, Katie specifically, sorry. Uh, this is a great question. With a terrible lead up. If <laughs> she will never ask another question. Nerdcropolis.com for all your horror uh, mini blog needs and podcast uh, horror podcast needs as well. Check it out. We've got If Sharks Watched Humans Week, what would the programming be like? All I've got to say is 
this season or this year's specials would be buck wild. The sharks would be watching like, what happened? (laughs) Things have gone off the rails. And I feel like this specific year would be super boring because they would just be like, all right, I guess we're just going to watch random people in their house watching Netflix and crying (laughs) and drinking. (laughs) We made events for this week. Do you think that for the rest of this episode, you're going to continue to do the shark voice or like, have we tapped out on the shark voice? Do you think, or never, we never tap out. Me think. Oh no, (laughs) not the shark answering, please. I think I, I don't know where in my life I connected the way sharks talk to the way cookie monster talks. Yeah, clearly. I they, mean, it's a bastardization at best. It's at best. Very best. <laughs> That's the very best. At worst, it's me having no frame of reference for anything I talk about. And not blinking while you do it. You're just staring me in the, in the shark eyes. <laughs> Fucking not blinking. Making that weird off-brand cookie monster. <laughs> Walmart store brand cookie monster voice. Human people <laughs> want... Old statue come down. That had some Yoda going on. This is just, we have to talk about our our fortes. And some of our fortes might not be impersonations for either of us. (laughs) For either of us. But I like that it only comes up when I'm doing my fucking stellar shark impression. (laughs) That's because I don't do my impressions on the show. I workshop them in private. You do shark impressions like they're singing tiptoe through the tulips. Like that's (laughs) That's that's your shark voice. That's true. I just sing everything. The worst Stallone pr- impression I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, at the end of Rocky, Which when he's thing? like, Adrian, <laughs> that part was so good. <laughs> it was really beautiful. And then the whole <laughs> audience started doing jazz hands. <laughs> jazz hands. We need so. a Rocky musical. Definitely do. <gasps> Wait, but that doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility at all. There's like the dude punching in the spotlight and there's a chorus behind him being like, getting stronger. Oh my God. You're getting I'm so goose, excited. Yeah. Okay. A huge, uh, I'm a huge, huge Rocky fan for anyone who doesn't know. It's a very weird part of my personality, but like Rocky is a big part of my life. Yeah. And also musicals. So this would scratch a very particular itch and it would be horrible. And also I would insist that Sylvester Stallone wrote it just like he wrote the movies. (laughs) He would have to write the musical as well and the music, which we know he can't do. No, you get Frank Stallone, his brother, to do all the music. So you got like a Joss Jed Jed Whedon kind of thing going on. Oh, man. Something I never knew I needed until right now. Now we know. I'm so excited. I want to start writing lyrics. So, Katie, thank you for this uh, complete segue that has nothing to do with your question. True, but this led us to a really illuminating revelation. (laughs) Going back to the question, though. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I blacked out. I don't even remember the question. So we can get this done so we can actively work on pursuing Stallone for his Rocky musical. musical, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is what the programming would look like. Right. Right. Exactly. Mm, I think that they would probably just want to understand. Okay, here's what I think. I think what they would want is like a live stream kind of thing of one person that kind of sums shit up for every country, right? So there's like the person that's the representative for South Korea, Mexico, France, like all these different people in America. And obviously America would be the most like buck wild upsetting. The sharks are yelling at their TV. It's like the different species of shark, basically. Like, you know, you got the hammerheads and the tiger sharks and the great whites Mm -hmm. and the lemon sharks and the salmon. 
salmon sharks, which are basically like little teeny plushy versions of great white sharks. They're like little teeny. Yeah, who would they be? What country would that be? Uh, that would be, uh, let's see, what's the most adorable country? Mm, good call. Hmm. Maybe New Zealand? Just New Zealand. Just because I'm thinking of like the accent and the Hobbit tour. That's true. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> I like all of our Kiwi listeners are like, the greenery. fuck you. We're the adorable shark. I'm sorry. Do you guys not want to be the adorable ones? We're hammerheads here in America. I like to We're write just going to beat our shit They're in great head. white country, too. All the barrier reefs around Australia True. and New Zealand, they're just like, yeah, we got the great whites, and you're going to give us fucking salmon shark. What the fuck? <laughs> it's an honor, honestly, and a privilege. <laughs> I would. I wish that I lived among the hammer sharks. It's like the adorable. It's like the Kirby of sharks yeah it's just like adorable and and plump and it's like the hufflepuff of sharks (laughs) shark hufflepuff is the salmon shark yeah but wouldn't you rather i mean it's buck wild over here the hammerheads are just like hammering their fucking heads into each other all the time that's true that is definitely the united states (laughs) exactly we want to say we're great white we are not great white right oh no not at all Hmm. who's great white oh russia for sure yeah like they drink vodka shirtless in 30 in the snow negative 30 degree weather so that's true if, if, yeah, we're tough in America. No, they are like psychotically tough where it's not even like impressive. It's just fucking terrifying. True. Like it's weird, crazy, scary. Yeah, kinda. that's true. So the, you just watch, uh, there's a video, there's a movie called The Road Movie. It's available on Shutter right now and it's all dash cam footage from Russia. <gasps> I've seen that. And it is fucking insane. There's bears in passenger seats of cars. Yeah. There's people just like, Getting in like gunfights and knife fights in the middle of the street, and then everybody else around is just walking around like it's a completely normal thing that happens. Yep. There's meteor showers, there's explosions, there's like, it's Russia is. It's a Michael Bay movie. It's a Michael Bay movie met with Grand Theft Auto, and it's a whole country where no one's gay. I love it. <laughs> That's. Except for the no one's gay it, part. The no one's gay part. That part sucks. That part is fucking terrible. But, fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that it would be a toss-up of, you know, the channels to watch for sure. I think uh, then you've got like the Shark Island version of the human version where it's just like how there's feeding grounds for for sharks Mm -hmm. and it would just be like a documentary about fucking Taco Bell. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And it'd be like there's certain times a day where there's a change in the menu and (laughs) see a different type of shark approach. (laughs) And then there would be like weird documentaries about like human childbirth. <laughs> the sharks oh, would be no. like, holy shit. We just play the Miracle of Life documentary from 1982 or whatever. They're grossed out until there's like a hippie that does a water birth. And they're like, see, this I get. This makes sense to this me. This makes total sense. <laughs> Why did they pull the baby out of the water? <laughs> so they birth the baby and then they immediately pull it out of the water to kill it? Right. Is that... Exactly. To eat it? These humans are crazy. That's fair. That is very, <laughs> very fair. <laughs> oh, I think it would be really fun to watch sharks learn about depression because that would especially be right now watching the America uh, documentary. Now that all other countries have like moved on from coronavirus and everyone in America is still like hanging out in their 500 square foot apartment. Yeah. They just finished watching vodka. the salmon shark documentary about New Zealand. Right. You know? <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah, we're good. There were like four cases, so we right. shut down a city. Everybody else is fucking chill. Yeah. Like, we're, we're good. The Hobbit tours are a go. <laughs> They're <laughs> Thank doing God. it. And then America, and it's just like fist fights in the street over yeah. like wearing masks over your gills. <laughs> right. They definitely call our mouths gills. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Fair. And just 
riots in the street mm-hmm. or riots, quote unquote. Um, yeah. And great white sharks beating the shit out of lemon sharks. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's it's just pure chaos. Definitely. I think they would love it. It'd be like them watching cops, basically. But just our country. I feel like cops is what the rest of the world looks at America as. Oh, a hundred percent. It's just hundred percent. Oh, this weird, like amalgam of cops that just exists on a permanent basis throughout the entire country. I mean, is that wrong though? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. So you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> that is what America's like. <laughs> I think sharks, if, and of course we're like. Pers- we're, we're adding some human characteristics to sharks that comprehend mm-hmm. this. Otherwise, it's just like me. <laughs> Can you imagine if we were like, actually, sharks wouldn't give a shit? <laughs> like, end of question. Worst Thanks. answer ever. Yeah. <laughs> sharks don't comprehend uh, interpersonal relationships like cool we do. Cool question, so, Katie, you yeah, idiot. Katie, sharks don't understand. Sharks are sharks. They don't understand people, okay? Tommy's question made sense because dolphins and sharks are trying to fuck. <laughs> this question doesn't make any sense. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Think sharks understand culture? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you think sharks are going to understand culture by sitting here and watching me like chug white claws for 10 hours? Because that's what I'm doing tonight. I can imagine sharks watching a documentary on fucking Mardi Gras during the oh COVID. Oh my God. <laughs> like next February <laughs> <laughs> or whenever like Mardi Gras is happening and sharks are just like eating their version of popcorn, which mm-hmm. is just like what fucking krill yeah exactly <laughs> like tossing it dried back krill drag krill just mm, ooh, dry krill good <laughs> why women tape taka oh get mate <laughs> looking for mate <laughs> do you think that they like sit there and yell at their tv like they're watching a horror movie where they're like the bars are open don't go in there <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing you idiot <laughs> or is that just me <laughs> Defunding mail service make uh, uh, like distance voting impossible. Just... <laughs> do you like how I didn't do the shark fa- voice, but I still got my point across? Yeah, and that that's proof that it, unlike sharks, uh, humans tend to take their own paths, even when <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, you want to rock into the last question? I think we got enough time for one more question. All yeah. right. Well, I wrote this one. Um. So here is my question for you, because one of our Long-running things that we do are uh, Hallmark plots. So I would oh love dear. to see okay. the Shark Week Hallmark crossover. So if there was a Hallmark movie that was about sharks or Shark Week in general, what would Ooh. be the plot? Okay. Oh, so, wow. You look ready. Oh, I'm fucking into this question. This no, is so good. You had no forewarning on this question. Our listeners are not familiar with just how many bangers of hallmark movies we have come up with in recently like so many i can i give the name of our yes. our big like our big hit oh it's gonna be a hit so a you heard it here first hallmark classic swing dancing movie yes about like we won't get into Spoiler the full alert, plot. it's a love story it's a love story shocking won't get into the full plot because this is like a, a segue here but mm-hmm. Swingles. I mean, come swingles. on, swingles, swinging too, swinging into love, <laughs> swinging Perfect. back into love, swinging back up. into love. They do. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about that as and much. They rediscover that they didn't get, they didn't put as much energy into the relationship than they did at the at first, and that's what ruined the relationship. Or they're swing dancing. Never take swing dancing or your partner for granted. Oh my god, I want to cry. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Just like swing dancing, the important part of a relationship is making sure that your partner is taken care of. Wow. 
is this a therapy episode? This, this is, is amazing. Deeply upsetting. The relationship podcast. <laughs> We're doing the Lord's work out here. <laughs> okay, so tell me your shark related Hallmark movie. Okay, so there's a a gentleman down on his luck. Um, down down on his luck in love. Mm, of course. Uh, pours himself into his work. He is a uh, shark diver tour oh. for person for tourists. That's his work. That's his work. Okay. He lives uh, in like the Bahamas. Okay. We need a visual. Who's playing him? He is being played by Joey Fatone. Whoa. Oh, man. Okay. Perfect choice. Yeah, obviously. I as think... a romantic lead. Love it. Okay. Uh, the voice of the rat in The Witch's Ball, which oh. was a recent uh, classic that we watched. That was a banger. Okay. Yeah. And down on his luck, um, in love, he's poured himself into his work. He finally got his own boat. He still owes money to the bank for his boat that he's almost done paying for, but they've just re uh, reassessed the loan and the the rates have gone way up because oh. of the the financial climate. No. And unfortunately, because he's 90 days late, because the the seasons have been like bad and there hasn't been a lot of, oh, post-corona. Oh, okay. So, so we're, we're pulling in topical stuff as well. So this is in a utopian future that corona is over. <laughs> yes. Uh, in eight years when that happens. <laughs> Perfect. I love a movie set in 2028. <laughs> yes. And so he's trying to recover from that and he only has like uh, 60 days to pay off his total loan for the boat. Wow. He's defaulted on his loan and he's trying to get as much stuff as possible. So he's creating all sorts of weird theme experiences with sharks. Mm -hmm. And because he's so good at sharks, he gets sharks to wear like pirate hats mm. and uh, he's like playing theme music and wearing costumes and it's like, it's a big hoorah. Yeah. And the daughter of the owner of the bank has to go and like keep track of him because they really want this boat for whatever reason. Sure, of because course. Because reasons. Yeah, and because so it's like a historic boat of some sort. Sure, yeah, yeah, yep. It's the boat from Jaws. Oh, shit. There we go, yeah. It's, it's, they had like three boats and one boat didn't sink and that's his boat. Right. And like they, they know they can make a lot of money. He doesn't realize how valuable the boat is. But they can't say, because it's a Hallmark movie, they can't say that it's the boat from Jaws. So they have to make up like an off-brand. It's the boat from like Teeth. Yeah, from from Gaping Mall, the movie. I love Gaping Mall, yes. the movie. That's a porno I'd watch. So daughter of bank owner comes out to kind of keep tabs on dude and tries mm -hmm. to like prevent the tourists from buying into his becoming very popular theme shark dives. Okay. And she starts to, you know, actually get to know him. She gets caught kind of and then pretends to be a tourist that's going on tour and mm -hmm. she's there for... Uh, like a week as far as she's saying to him mm. and stuff. And they start to kind of like develop feelings for each other. Who plays her? Uh, she is played by Valerie Bertinelli. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely true. Of course. And so as time goes and she realizes that this is a hardworking man that has dreams mm -hmm. and is trying to like get just get by yeah. in the worst of circumstances and has the best intentions for Everyone that comes on his boat. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a loving, caring person that really makes a great experience for everybody. Right. She starts to have doubts about her position and also feels like she's been kind of like directed the wrong way as he's giving like little nuggets of wisdom from his dad that he got his boat from. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, very, very old loan. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> very old loan. Very. And yeah. uh, 
times were different before Corona. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I don't think I have to get the financial specifics down in a Hallmark movie. Pretty so sure let's you're just good. Fu- yeah. fucking deal with it. And uh, so she starts to have doubts about like her how good her dad actually is mm-hmm. and like doubting how she was raised mm-hmm. and having that conflict of like doing her job or mm-hmm. like helping him actually like save the day and save his boat. Wow. That's beautiful. I went in a totally different direction when I was thinking. Okay. What, what do we got for yours? Okay. So I'm thinking of a woman. She's carefree, right? She's happy go lucky. Mm-hmm. She like lives for adventure until one day she's casually swimming in the ocean as one does and she gets like her foot bit off by a shark. Wow. I know. Okay. Beginning. This is like the first five minutes of the movie. Wow. Okay. Yeah, immediately. It's like opening scene in Jaws where there's this lady swimmer that dies. Yeah, but it's like way better than that, actually. Okay. Yeah, fuck Steven Spielberg and his dumb fucking Jaws movie. Yeah, this is going to be a million times better. And it's going to be directed by um, Tommy Wiseau. It's going to oh, wow. be really good. Yeah. Okay, so she gets her foot bit off in a horrific accident, and years go by, and she's just in, like, terrible, terrible depression. It's kind of like that scene in Twilight New Moon where Bella just sits in the window after Edward breaks up with her, and, like, the seasons pass, and she listens to that really sad song, and she just waits for death, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But it's, like, Bella without a foot. Right, so it's going to be like that. And then one day she realizes that she, like, needs something at the grocery store like desperately so she can't have like her mom go get it for her because her mom usually does stuff she's become a shut-in obviously um but she desperately needs like tampons or something and her mom is at work so she has to go to the store with her crutches and she goes and there's a man there who is also on crutches let's say but his was way less intense i'm really spitballing right now (laughs) i don't know what i'm doing here um that should be the tagline for the show (laughs) i'm really spitballing here yeah (laughs) i mean pretty much yeah And so they meet and he is like, oh, my God, you're the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen. And she's like, how could I possibly be when I'm disfigured? I don't have a foot. And he's like, that's okay. I broke my ankle. So I'm also on crutches. Like, I totally understand what it's like to be on crutches. And she's like, no, you don't. You don't understand me. And you never will because you still have your foot. It's just broken. I'm missing a foot. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I will never make that mistake again. And he starts like truly Waiting on her hand and foot, no pun intended. Like, he loves her so much. I'm No, that should be intended. It wasn't, actually. It was just a stroke of genius. That should be the name of the movie, is Hand, <gasps> hand and, and Foot. foot. Oh, mm. But I feel like it doesn't come across as well. I don't know what the movie title is yet. If you, if you know the title of your movie, I would love to hear it. Uh, not yet. I'm working okay, on we'll, that. We'll work on foot it. Foot and Mouth, a shark story? Uh, <laughs> foot and Mouth sounds too sexual and too Or weird. a disease that cows get. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. That's hand... Hoof and mouth. Hoof and mouth. Yeah. People can get hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, okay. It's a. I think it's for babies, if I remember correctly. It's a baby disease. But she it's sounds like serious. she's acting it's like, like a, a baby right yeah, now. Yeah, she's so. acting like a baby. Yeah. She's like totally making it a huge deal. Because, I mean, it's not. She's missing a foot. Yeah, sure. And they've offered to get her like a prosthetic foot. And she's like, no, it's not the same. So she really is doing a lot, which I mean, I I can't imagine. I'm not in that situation. No, and nobody can really fault her for like having some weird weird feelings about this no. at this point. No, like, no, but it's been like years, and she hasn't even left her house. So she happened to meet this guy at the supermarket, and luckily he came to her house and like helped her like clean it up because it was a hovel, and it's just like being wonderful to her. And then so they fall in love, but that's not the main plot point. The main plot point is that he makes her realize that she will never be able to love herself and move on 
until she gets past it. So she has to go to the ocean. And that shark has been in captivity because he ate her foot off. And so he's in trouble. That's how that happens. Yeah. He's He's in shark jail. He's in shark jail. He's in shark timeout for years. And so they go to the shark timeout and she like presses her hand up against the glass and like maybe her nose. And it's like showing like her breath on the glass. And the shark comes up and like presses his nose and like stares at her with his dead black eyes. And she is like, I forget. Oh, tears, tears. And that's how it ends. One note. <laughs> what? And then yours is definitely better than mine. No, <laughs> it's just different. It's a different tone. The dude waiting on her hand and foot mm-hmm. is a were shark and he's the shark. No. Yeah. And he feels guilty about it. That's so fucked up. So he does has... he go get in the tank? And then he's like, hey, when you do the forgiveness thing, I'm going to be in the bathroom. That's why he's shitting. in the tank like, because why? his best friend is a, like an oceanographer mm-hmm. person that's like, you're safe as long as you like stay in the tank because we can't have you running free in the ocean like when you're frenzied as a shark. So you stay in the tank when you're a shark so we know you're safe and you're not eating people. Uh, and then so when you're a person- So he tells her to go face her fears and forgive this shark alone on her crutches? He's just not there because he's the shark that ate her foot? Yeah, but when he's a shark, he can't get out of the water. It's only when he's a man that he can get out of the Ooh, water. Oh, this is also very Twilighty because then when he's like in his human form, when he's kissing her and stuff, can he just like taste her because he knows what her like blood and bones and flesh and stuff taste when like? When they start kissing, he just starts going... No, that's the worst. <laughs> My... I don't know what I want to call it. I mean, it's going to be incredible. gills start to show up on his neck. Oh, no. Yeah. She's stroking him being like, what is this? He's like, it's a rash. I have hand, foot, and mouth disease <laughs> right? from my childhood. She's like, that should have gone away by now. That's really severe. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, a note that I'm willing to take, but I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't feel quite right to me, but I'll figure it. I'll workshop it more. Love yours, though. No notes. It's perfect, especially the casting. It's a little boring, though. I feel like there needs to be some additional, like, fucking fireworks. I don't know. I love the stress of the money that is unclear. (laughs) The unclear money issues really just, like, keep you on your toes. Maybe. Ooh. Oh, okay. Here we go. Maybe we do a little bit of yours into mine is that she gets bitten by the shark. It takes her foot. Okay. Which makes her a wear shark. Ooh, okay. So now. Why is it a were shark? Why isn't it like a vampire shark if it turns you? Well, because like bitten by that's a werewolf thing. Oh yeah, that's well, I'm, yeah. It's not I like mean, the, the shark the is just like it. I bite off your foot and then I drain my blood into your mouth as a shark, like pouring blood into your that mouth. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Why not? It's like snowballing, but with blood. Oh no! Is that <laughs> yes? Yeah, just like that. That's exactly. what vampires are into. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So she that's turns into a were shark, and then he takes care of her and she does like cool like novelty shark shit oh okay so he she makes him the money back yeah for so he uses her yes okay cool. but only because she was using him at first uh, Ooh. like yeah. lied to him and then so it's almost like her feeling obligated to help him okay cool yeah. i love that and the stunning conclusion is that they like make back the loan money with like seconds to spare yes okay and then she's like, not only am I in love with a shark guy, but I am a shark girl or oh, something. Oh, shit. That's amazing. I mean, does it feel like you're kind of co-opting my incredible Hallmark movie idea? Yes, because yours yes. is better. No. <laughs> it was, definitely. They're different, but they should remain different. <laughs> so then we have double the pitches for next Shark Week. And because it's, uh, mine is a story of like, 
learning gratitude mm-hmm. for for your position and 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 for like the love that you get from each other. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be called Shark Thank. Oh no! No! Oh my God! That no! A, that's all I had. Oh, that should have really stayed right in your little brain. <laughs> I hate it. It's amazing, but I hate it. It was either that or reef or madness and. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that better. Because they just smoke weed the whole time. It's also cool. a stoner comedy. It's a stoner comedy. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> She's like, you know, you could have paid back this loan if you didn't smoke this much weed, bro. <laughs> and he's like, eh, not worth it. It's like, how else do I deal with my anxiety when I'm fighting sharks? And she's like, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And then they just blaze it. Yeah. I love that. I feel like we, we, we've done better. But we've done worse, too. That's true. And we really are just going off the cuff here. Yeah. We've workshopped them more together. But that would have taken forever. Because I feel like we talked about swingles for like an hour. Yeah, true. Like a full hour. I feel like... And we've talked about writing a script Mm -hmm. to the best uh, romantic comedy film company of all time. Brain Power Media. Brain Power Media. Yeah. They have our hearts. They do. And uh, we've been talking about trying to put a script together just to send them for free just yes. for them to have in hopes that they'll get swingles off the ground oh my god if you listen to this okay if we actually end up doing this which you never know i mean we have a lot of free time on our hands since we're not going to bars um if we end up <laughs> writing this script, that sounds so bad like is it though it's fine we're young and we're wild and out here we're able to be constructive now that our alcoholism is curbed oh please yeah. we're still drinking we're it's just true. drinking at home White claw. on the cheap yeah. um I'm drinking a casual screwdriver <laughs> at 9 p.m., which is a breakfast drink. That's also Shaquille's, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's patented sex move. The screwdriver? The casual screwdriver. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing casual about that dick. <laughs> we all know it. Um, but yeah, if we end up writing this script, we absolutely will let everybody know. And then we desperately, desperately need some sort of social media campaign for brain power media to accept our script that's the thing is actually uh if you want to hashtag swingles oh please hashtag swingles on your social media to let us know that there's a lot of response wanting us to write the swingles script oh my god i will forgive every single time that i've desperately asked for a sexy text and not gotten any i will love you forever if you do hashtag swingles just a little taste is the main character's name is Pop, Pop and Hat Jenkins. It's the main character's grandfather. Yes, Pop yeah, and Hat is, Jenkins, and he's a ghost. Yes. Then it habits the hat of the main character <laughs> yes. to give him Yoda-like advice and swing dancing powers. While he tries to save the local dance hall. Come on. We're not going to get any now that people know the plot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's fair, honestly. But if you want to see PHJ in action, <laughs> let us know. Hashtag swingles. <laughs> Fuck. I really hope this becomes a movement. More than anything, really. It's all I've ever wanted in yeah. my life. And honestly, we are fully willing. We've talked about this before. We will sell this script to Brainpower Media for free. For free. For 100% free. Yes. We will have a blast writing We want it. writing credit, and then they can just have it. We want our names all over that bitch, and then they can have it. So at Brainpower Media on their social media. Is it? Uh, uh, no, like, I, they probably have social media. I'm sure. Like, well, let's, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um, enjoy some of their fabulous programming. Incredible programming. Oh. And, the uh, Witch's Ball we were talking about earlier, Brainpower Media all day, baby. My Best Friend from Heaven... We haven't had the emotional energy to really dive into that. How can you? Film with Chris Christopherson as the voice of the dog. True. But we really... did get to see the Joey Fatone, Weird Al Yankovic tour de force. Yeah, <laughs> that is, is the ball. witch's ball. Yeah. With, featuring the hit song 
I put my hand inside a toilet. And also the wand inside my hand also. True. And also the reprise of I put my hand inside a toilet and the reprise of you are the one inside True. my hand. Both songs are played twice. So if you would like us to <laughs> write a script for Brainpower Media for free, uh, definitely find their social media at them and, uh, and hashtag and, swingles. And at Deeply Upsetting, of course. And Deeply Upsetting as yeah. well. You guys, we would do the damn thing. Like, we would really, really put too much effort into it. It would be a blast. And We're going to th- do it anyway. The, well, <laughs> the only thing that's going to prevent that is procrastination. But if we have a lot of people waiting for it. That's true. And it would... Also, maybe give us an opportunity to read excerpts from the script on oh, Deeply yeah. Upsetting. True, so. and we have a complex about not letting people down, so we'll do it. We would end up doing it, so <laughs> y- with your help. With your... The movement begins. And constant <laughs> harassment. We might be able to get swingles <laughs> off the ground. So This is so not even where I thought it was going. <laughs> like I asked the Hallmark question because it's on my mind, because we've been talking so much about our... We have many ideas. Many. Swingles is just our most like well-thought-out idea. That's our tour de force It Hallmark really is movie. incredible. Um, but yeah, I didn't even see that uh, coming. I wasn't even trying to promote Swingles because like it's not ready yet, but I'm glad that we did. I feel good that it's like off my chest now. Yeah. It's out there in the world. Now somebody besides you and me knows about Swingle. And Brainpower Media, if you're listening, we can do better than the shark versions that we just did now. I mean, mine was really good, but that's fine. This was good. Mine was not the <laughs> it best. It was. Valerie Bertinelli and Joey Fatone, match made in heaven, honestly. I mean. In shark heaven. I love it. <laughs> I think that's about it for yes, us today. indeed. We got to go work on Swingle. Yeah, we got to write that first draft here. Fuck this podcast. We got to write Swingles. Make that Hallmark money. Make that $500 script. Brain Power Media is out. They're like $500. Okay, they clearly don't know what they're signing up for. They're like, you pay us to make your movie. And we'll put your name all over it. You're the executive producer, (laughs) the writer, the fucking best boy, the script supervisor. (laughs) You guys can do catering if you want to. Just grab some Panera for everyone. Also, worst name for a catering company is Deeply Upsetting. That's not the best choice for a catering company. (laughs) Deeply Upsetting took care of the script and the food. (laughs) It's like, ooh. I brought a PB&J from home. Deeply Upsetting Catering Company. The name says it all. (laughs) That was me before you taught me how to cook anything. <laughs> Just deeply upsetting. Food. Just like stale pieces of bread with un- <laughs> like unmelted pieces of a, like fucking sliced cheese. In, yes, in the American cheese. Craft yeah. singles. It's like craft <gasps> singles for swingles. Ah. Now we've got sponsorship oppor- opportunities. Craft, let us know. Yeah, man. we love it. Product fucking placement. <laughs> The box is just shown like 15 times in the movie. It's just out of control. It'll be the Craft Singles Swingles competition. Oh my God. That's amazing. That is incredible. I mean, we're we're golden. We are ha- really good. At Brainpower Media. At craft, craft. At Craft and Deeply Upsetting. Yes. It's at Deeply Upsetting on Twitter. It is. Yes. Yeah. I'm feeling like fucking juiced yeah. right now. Ready to go. Super ready to go. I'm super ready to make swingles happen. I'm feeling the spirit of Poppin' Hat Jenkins in my heart. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for watching or listening, not watching. Uh, Thank you for uh, watching Swingles in the future. I already know you will. Yes. Because how can you not? But thank you for listening to this not sponsored by Shark Week, Shark Week episode of <laughs> Deeply Upsetting. Not sponsored by Bra- Brain Power Media not or uh, Craft Singles. Exactly. 
Um, again, send us your questions. Do the damn thing. Help us out. Um, and also, if you are interested, buy our merch on T public and for the time being, uh, while things are kind of weird with COVID, uh, there's uh, a major contingency of workers that are having a lot of a hard time right now, business owners, and that's the restaurant industry. So for the yeah. time being, we're currently donating to the Holly Fund, which mm-hmm. is helping local Richmond area restaurants uh, get by along with their employees during this hardship. There are a number of restaurants that are still open, but they're at minimum uh, employee um, they're at minimum capacity. It's mm-hmm. still very hard for them to get by. So additional support is helpful. Any m- profit that we make from merch sales from yep. the entire Geeks Under the Influence Network is going to the Holly Fund every month. So yep. uh, we want to thank everybody that's bought merchandise in the last, like, like, was it three months that we've been doing this, I think? We've been doing it since March. Has it been March? that we? Yeah, yeah. Whereabouts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so everybody that's bought merchandise since then, thank you. Your money has gone to a good cause. Yes. Additionally, any masks that you buy from Tee Public, they donate an N95 mask to mm-hmm. a, a company that actually distributes those to hospitals that are under uh, stocked with products. So if you buy masks with our designs on it, you will actually get a functional N95 mask uh, donated to people that really need it. So, and they still need it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, they still really need it. So you so. can get the cool stuff from all the shows on the Geeks on the Influence Network and also uh, get masks to people that need it and uh, donations to the restaurant industry, uh, not the owners of small business and yes. uh, and also the employees that work there. Exactly. So, so do it for a good cause and do it to promote our shit so that we can get swingles off the off the ground. That's also very important. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. Swingles is where the money's at, <laughs> baby. And if you want a swingles t-shirt, then make this happen. <laughs> Hashtag swingles. <laughs> Hashtag swingles. Hashtag poppin' hat Jenkins. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, for another episode of Deeply Upsetting, I am Amy Bogart. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. Thank you so much for listening. GUIPodcast.com And that's when I donkey punched a dolphin for the first time.